Thanks so much, Donia, for um, agreeing to this discussion. Um, the focus of our seminar series is around uh, commemoration and questioning commemoration, um, but also um, thinking and hoping for what commemoration might be able to achieve. So to start off, I wanted to find out in terms of yourself how you um, think of commemoration and whether you think your poetry and your other prose works are a form of commemoration. Mm. Uh, I didn't think of it this way before, but this moment that you are asking, yes, I can adopt <laughs> this uh, and say yes, uh, it is. Uh, I mean, uh, poetry is a museum of feelings, uh, and uh, it does that, it, it attempts, maybe I'm not sure if it achieves, but it attempts uh, at uh, um, producing uh, a form, uh, an artistic form that, uh, it's the goal to achieve that, but on the way, it may distract us from the pain, into this to to examine this form, this art, and in, in this way maybe um, negotiate or even resolve our uh, need to to um, uh, to uh, our need to resolve this pain into more permanent memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, by saying permanent memory here, uh, then what comes in mind, uh, this is not uh, going to be helping. Uh, because then the memory is going to stay forever. Uh, yes, it will stay forever. Uh, that's why when I say that poetry doesn't heal, uh, it is not medicine, uh, it, it doesn't heal a wound, it keeps it open forever because it, it brings this memory to the future, so it's going to stay there uh, forever. But uh, recognizing it mm-hmm. might be helpful on the way. So there is actually, from scientific point of view, there are three stages uh, that are uh, phases that we need to reach recovery. I mean, from scientific point of view, I'm, I don't know if there is recovery in uh, as much as I'm concerned, but they say they, the three stars with R, realize, remember, and reconnect. Mm-hmm. So at least it, it does do the realize and remember even mm-hmm. maybe reconnect if we think of uh, how, uh, how, how poetry makes us make uh, connection not only to, to people we know and love, but to strangers, to everyone. Mm-hmm. That's an extremely hopeful um, um, concept of poetry and commemoration. Um, and also a poetic image of itself. And I was wondering, in terms of this Museum of Feeling that you mentioned and how a visit to the Museum of Feeling might help us um, realise, remember and reconnect, um, who is allowed into that museum? Mm. Um, yeah. Who is that museum for? Um, is it for yourself as you write it? Or is it for a wider community? Or how do you think of the visitors to that museum? Mm. Yeah, excellent uh, question. Uh, so that's what how uh, uh, literature and art in general is, uh, is different 
let's say from other uh, ways of uh, you know those f- formal commemoration and things like that because it allows everyone to this museum of feeling uh, and uh, uh, back to if we uh, remember if we uh, recall uh, the the book of uh, Judith Butler uh, the frames of war uh, where she refers to uh, some that are grievable and some mm-hmm. are ungrievable mm-hmm. and how life sometimes uh, the ungrievable because it's ungrievable because then uh, their life is not considered as life that is you know with the same value mm-hmm. so there's no equality of life in here that mm-hmm. has, and uh, she was saying that uh, referring specifically to the September 11 museum in New York how uh, I mean when this happened uh, not to the museum but I mean she was referring to the September 11 uh, how when this happened uh, that uh, there was no reference maybe even in the museum I'm not sure about that no reference to some victims let's Mm -hmm. say illegal workers Mm -hmm. um, only some nationals US nationals are referred to as grievable Mm-hmm. And uh, having uh, Butler's words in my mind, I go. I did go to the museum to mm-hmm. see by myself to witness what's going on there, and uh, I so I did. I was able to notice that uh, that the way things that this uh, tragedy was presented in the museum, mm-hmm. as if the concern was not uh, uh, how to rem- uh, was not to. Uh, what to remember, but how to remember it, mm-hmm. uh, even. So in the way, for example, that there was a short video uh, of uh, talking about, you know, the terrorists. Uh, yes, I can understand the critics who said this is Islamophobic uh, mm-hmm. video. But uh, having said that, I did love so much uh, depicting uh, artifacts, mm-hmm. personal artifacts in the museum, as uh, you know, to displaying uh, this, it's I, for me this was effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, among the artifacts, uh, uh, it was even poetical. For example, one shoe, but not the other, uh, not pair mm-hmm. of shoe, but mm-hmm. one shoe, uh, a letter uh, with, uh, you know, uh, not sent yet, uh, meant to be sent. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, these personal uh, bags of tissue I and mean, things like that. These personal uh, artifacts. Uh, were to me uh, successful in their display in the museum. Mm-hmm. So um, always the personal, I think, experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it reflects more the individual memory reflects mm-hmm. the society, mm-hmm. uh, reflects the society uh, more than let's say uh, a record of uh, historical maybe. Uh, with all respect to historical uh, way of you know presenting things, but uh, I think we get more uh, influenced with personal. Ex- we can relate more to personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, so po- poetry does one does a way of uh, how it, re- it connects uh, to people. The connection is through personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um. Thank you very much for that. It seems almost moving on from the idea of a museum of feeling. You're suggesting both that 
um, we, we, we do that feeling through empathy with the stories of material objects such as a mm. single shoe mm-hmm. or through empathy with a constructed personal individual poetic memory um, as constructed by a poet and so my, my next question was was going to be um, can commemoration reconcile and rebuild and to some extent I feel you've answered that in that you've suggested that there is a hope that you can realise, remember and reconnect but that depends upon how the people who conduct that commemorative exercise furnish the museum and so I wanted to ask As a, as a poet or as a society, how can commemorative acts be curated to be inclusive, empathetic, and really connect in the way that you hope that they can? I think... Uh um, any uh, action, just uh, even reading, uh, or uh, it's not uh, to me. Doesn't have to be uh, something, uh, uh, you know, with big uh, ceremony. Like you know, sometimes how those uh, uh, military music or things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay, but I they not necessarily that. I mean, mm-hmm. even simple reading of a poem and thinking about it or seeing. Um, a painting, reflecting to it. I think all, even these simple acts are acts of uh, commemoration uh, and uh, making that uh, uh, making that connection. Uh, it is, uh, yes, I, I agree with you. Uh, there is hope. In, uh, in this area, there is some area in between, uh, between, you know, that... The imagined, there's an imagined uh, uh, space uh, between, uh, you know, how war is, is sometimes we think of peace as if it's the absence of war. Mm-hmm. I don't think that. I don't mm-hmm. think of peace as the absence of war. It is, uh, it is that, it's, it's how to uh, make uh, peace imaginable. So mm-hmm. to make it imaginable, there's this disconnection when you think, imagine, uh, not the absence of it necessarily, the absence of catastrophe, but mm-hmm. but in that area, how how the even personal imagination is allowed to grow, to to give it that uh, breathing. Uh, so when peace becomes imaginable. Uh, thus we achieved something I think there Um, such a beautiful idea that you presented and it reminds me of uh, the poem which Adnan read um, to close this morning's meeting um, around the idea of poetic space Mm -hmm. being that place of imagined peace Um, and so I was finally going to ask about what is the future of commemoration? Um, but in the context of commemorative space, 
potentially being peaceful space and potentially being poetic space. I wanted to ask you about the future of poetry as a space of peace, particularly within the context of something you mentioned earlier, which was a friend of yours suggesting that poetry in the West is marginalised, whereas poetry in Iraq has and has had a sense of power and purpose because of the pressures it's been under. So what do you think, a huge question to ask a poet, but what do you think is the future of poetry in creating that potential commemorative space of peace? Mm. Uh, yeah, I would, you know, I, I'm biased. I can't, <laughs> uh, I'm a poet, so I would... Uh, Always, uh, you know, you can't ask a mother about uh, how how they how her child is going to do in the future. Mm-hmm. Of course, she has high expectations, <laughs> even if she there are flaws, but she can't see them. So, asking a poet that, I mean, I'll be biased, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure. So, to give it, but on personal level, uh, the poem to me is as if is. Uh, is is the goal is to uh, to is the aim is is not a mean to to an end. Uh, it might be selfish this to think this way. I don't know how what you think of it, but really I feel my task is to uh, to 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 achieve uh, to, to make it a piece of art. It's not only the message behind it, but it is. Uh, I mean, it's not only about an experience. It is mm-hmm. itself an experience. The writing itself mm-hmm. is an experience. So I, uh, as if my task, uh, not uh, that only I have a message to deliver, but how to deliver it in really, um, in a way as if uh, I give, I don't know if I'm hard on myself, but I, and with, every, with each poem, I imagine this is the only poem I'm going, this is the last poem I will deliver to the world. Mm-hmm. So I say to myself, if this is, how you want to leave, if this is then, it's final. If you're not satisfied this, mm-hmm. with this as last poem, then throw it away. And so I might be hard on myself, but, but it's, that's how important uh, I give it importance. So then, of course, I have high expectations, not only of my poem, but uh, poetry in general is my savior. And uh, to tell you on personal level, Poetry did save my life, not metaphorically, but when I left uh, Iraq, it was uh, I was able to do it in a, a fast way, and the time was critical mm-hmm. because it was written in my passport mm-hmm. uh, that my profession is poet. I don't mm-hmm. think in uh, many passports is listed that, but <laughs> I'm proud I kept my passport until now. I have it because it says my job is poet, and because of that, I was able to cross the border easier than would be if, uh, if it was a different position, uh, a job because uh, a poet would not need a leave of absence from anywhere. <laughs> In Iraq, it was complicated to get a leave of absence from other jobs. That's a remarkable story, and I feel that as uh, some countries around the world seem to be putting up borders... Um, and uh, trying to uh, tighten uh, the locks on doors 
it is incredibly hopeful um, that with your uh, passport as a poet, uh, you are still able to um, to cross those borders. Mm. And thank you so much for coming over um, to the United Kingdom and to Oxford um, uh, to share your experiences and your poetry uh, with us. I appreciate that. <laughs> this chance great for me <laughs> as well. Thank you.